0: The Lord, we welcome you all to our live broadcast today, May 9th, 2021. Shall we pray in Jesus' name? We pray, our Father and our God, we thank you for today, for this past week, for the grace that abounds to the account of not just your children, for the whole world, for a love that is so indescribable in human terms. The love you have for the world. The love you have for fallen humanity that made you to sacrifice your son on the cross. The love that continues for you to uphold the world with your hands. Such a love can never be defined. We pray Lord that To help us to have a part of that love, that we may love one another, and that love means going out and preaching the gospel, no matter the cost, no matter the sacrifice we have to make, because your desire is that all human beings should be saved and come into an inherited eternity. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon all who hear this broadcast. That it will break the yokes in their lives. And will cause many who have not believed to believe. And those who have believed, Father, to rise up and go forth and preach. And live out the gospel, the way, and to correspond with what they preach. We give you all the praise and honor God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. The instrumental is taken today from my brother, Caleb Brasi, on YouTube. And the Lord continue to bless him and his family. Today's topic, God is love. We just concluded our series of the Holy Spirit. God is love. The outline. This world is doomed. God loves the world. And God loves you as a person. God loves me as a person. Praise the Lord. God is looking for those who believe his word and study his word and act on his word and live according to his word. This word is doomed. First item. Anyone with a sense of history knows that the world as it is today is about to tremble one more time but this time with terrible consequences. When the First World War ended 103 years ago few could have predicted that the Second World War more devastating than the First World War was just 18 years away. After the Second World War, the victors, those nations making up the so-called allied forces, created institutions they hoped would prevent a Third World War. Predictably, because human beings can never be trusted, as those nations competed for power and influence, they began to undermine those same agreements that are signed. And behold, the nuclear arms race was on. Wars sponsored and or encouraged by these nations joking for influence, raged in many parts of the world. You see, they started doing little tribal national wars in different places. Then you had military dictatorships. They're often sponsored by the intelligence agencies of these more powerful nations. Became the norm in Asia, Africa and South America. That some of those nations are impoverished today can be traced to the influence of these more powerful nations. But there has been no World War since 1945, when the Second World War ended. However, if you have been following world events in the last couple of years, the situation has worsened. As major powers compete for market shares more aggressively. At the end of the day, it's always about money and influence. Less than 100 years after the Second World War, the world is at the precipice of another world war. Better believe it. The difference between the second world war and a potential third world war is the possibility that the adversaries will use nuclear weapons. The world has enough nuclear weapons, as a stockpile, to erase the whole of humanity from the face of the earth. One throws the other, one throws the there, before you know it, everybody's gone. Whoever believes that a safeguard intervenes the world will continue with just such a war, deceives himself or herself. Meaning, except God intervenes, we are heading to that third world war and final solution. Human beings destroying the earth that God has created. The miracle is that it has not happened before now. And we know why it hasn't. God has been the one stopping it all the way since the last uh, less than 100 years ago. Because this present war system is built and sustained with lies. So much injustice, strong nations slash empires dominating the weak and sometimes enslaving them. Genocide as people groups are wiped out while the rest of the world watches. Left to their own devices, human beings would have destroyed the earth Killed off each other, and no one will be left on the earth. Like I said before, the only reason they have not succeeded is because God has stopped them every step of the way from destroying the earth he created because God owns the earth. In the last one year, a little virus, you can't see it with your eyes. You have to use a microscope to see it. Brought the world system to its knees. See, the world that goes to Mars, couldn't stop a small little virus on scene with a naked eye. And life as people know it, especially in the Western world stopped dramatically. I want you to think about this. How many such viruses have God in his mercy stopped between the 1918 pandemic and this present pandemic. Think about it. It's God that has prevented others from happening. And after this particular pandemic goes, most people will go their merry way doing the things they used to do before on thinking. Untankful to God Thinking it is their own human ingenuity That brought it to an end They not thank God The creator of the heavens and the earth The one who upholds everything with his power Father forgive us But God loves the world Next item please That's, Despite our being ungrateful And evil and wicked God loves the world As we said in the last segment, left with human beings, or left with human beings, this world would have been destroyed so many times. Satan, humanity's arch enemy, would love nothing more than seeing the world destroyed. He hates human beings, so much that he wants to see most, if not all human beings, burning the lake of fire and brimstone with him. He wants to drag everybody to hell. Human beings who so pride themselves as being smart are actually the most ignorant of God's creation. Animals are smarter than us. Human beings are always working against their best interests. Why do I say so? They have aligned with the one who hates them so much. because of his love for his creation. God has been thwarting most of the self-destructive plans of human beings and those of Satan. That is why once in a while he allows human beings to see some of those plans by Satan and human beings to materialize so that he can get our attention. But here is the irony. Though God loves the world he created And Satan hates it. The world loves Satan and hates God. Why do I say so? Action speaks louder than words. Whoever one obeys is who that person loves. And whoever a person hates is who that person disobeys. First scripture, please. Read from John chapter 3, verse
1: 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Praise the Lord. God gave his only Son to the world.
0: If he didn't love us, why would he bother? He could create so many other worlds. He sacrificed him so that human beings would not perish but
1: have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Let's scripture, please. I read from 1st John chapter 4 verses 7 to 10. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins.
0: Praise the Lord. God is love, as you saw from that scripture. He sent his only begotten son into the world, that through his son we might live. What greater love than a father giving up his son to be the propitiation for the sins of those who hate and oppose him? That is the highest definition of love.
1: Let's please. Hebrews chapter one, verses one to three. Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high.
0: Praise the Lord. I think you missed Reverse one more, start from verse one, go back one, good.
1: God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of my majesty on high. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the one
0: being described. He's the one who is upholding all things, all of creation. By his word, the word of his power. Even on the cross, he was still upholding the world. Human beings could have never gained eternal life, but for the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, he poured humanity's sins, and is sitting at the right hand of God, waiting for that glorious dawn, when the sons and daughters of God will be revealed. Even now, even now, he's still pleading with fallen humanity to accept his once and for all sacrifice for sins and his lordship. He's still pleading, Jesus Christ, the only one in all of creation who could take the seal and open it, still pleading for acceptance because of his love for you and I. Unbelievers note, there is no other name given under heaven by which you can be saved. Apostate Christian, it if you add anything to the sacrifice on the cross, you have erred, and you will answer for it on the last day. Had there been no one to open that seal in heaven, humanity and even creation would have finished, and there would have been no salvation and no eternal life for any human being. Scripture, please. Revelations
1: chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne, a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood the lamp as though it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of god sent out into all the earth then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne thank you lord jesus christ glory and honor
0: belong to you the lion of the tribe of judah the lord jesus christ king of kings lord of lords the first and the last, the beginning and the end. The Alpha and the Omega. Thank you Jesus. Next item, God loves you as a person. It's an individual. The love is not collective. He loves the world, collective. But right now, He loves you as a person. And He's not going to talk to you as one-to-one.
1: Through His word. Scripture please. John chapter 3 verses 16 to 18. The Lord Jesus Christ came
0: first time, not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And he gave you and I a charge, if we believe. Then we become his children. Then we must now also tell others the good news. So, Father loves, son loves, high sacrifice, and the Holy Spirit loves you. God loves us as individuals. Like the point, I I want to make this point 100%. None of us living on this earth today is by accident. You didn't happen unto this world by accident. That's what biology tells you. He wants everyone born on this earth to inherit eternal life. That's his desire. But each individual must make that choice. Unbelievers, hear me. God will never force anyone. God will never force you to for be an unbeliever. Because whoever comes to Him must believe in Him as well as love Him. Now, let us consider those who fail to have that individual fellowship with God while on earth. You see, many times we repent, but we stop having fellowship. We want to go to the church, our churches, on Sundays and dance to music and live the good life and say prosperity is it. Our God is a great God. He is a loving Father. He has given us riches of the world. Those are the sons of Satan. So let us start. You don't. You fail to have fellowship with God while on earth. You are dancing to the sons of Satan and his and his demons and those of his fallen or, or fallen human beings. So my question to you simply is this, if you're a believer or not, this is for believers. If you do not have fellowship with God while on earth, meaning you alone and God having a relationship, I never enjoy his presence while on earth, think about that. Why do you think you will enjoy heaven where God is worshiped at all times? You see, our fellowship and relationship starts now. We are building a relationship with God here on earth. Individually, not collective. Because we shall not appear before the judgment throne of Christ as individuals. So if we don't have fellowship with him here, we have problem. We can't study the Bible. Only two minutes. we run off. When I go to YouTube, I see one silly movie is up there and it's all maybe 100,000 likes in a... The- within a dead day. Put a message structure to elevate you and inherit eternal life. It is too long for you. You can't stay 30 minutes reading your Bible and praying to God. And you say, when I get to heaven, no, it's not true. You will not enjoy heaven. We are going to force you into heaven. Those of you who fail to have a relationship with Him on earth today, heaven will become hell for you. Yes, you will not be comfortable. You are looking for the bright lights, the songs, the dance, the matters. No, not to, do you think heaven is just, you are still good if you don't love him here now. And only we love him is to obey him and have relationship. How do you think you'll enjoy heaven? Heaven will be outside your comfort zone. You will not like it. You can't love, learn to love God in heaven. You start loving God from here. The place to learn and love God is here on earth. At this time of our earthly sojourn. After that, it's over. If you don't love him here, you're going to love him in heaven. Which means heaven will not be for you. Next scripture, please. I
1: read from Psalm 63, verses 1 to 6. A Psalm of David. When he was in the desert of Judah. You, God, are my God. Honestly, I seek you, I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied As with the richest of foods, with singing lips my mouth will praise you. On my bed I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Praise the Lord. If you and I are not like David, when
0: we are testing for God, when we are testing for his glory, when we are praising him, remember not collective, alone. Where we love Him because we're, we're, and we're we are satisfied. In fact, we don't desire food at that moment in His presence. Then, something is there's a problem because in heaven, and later after the first heaven is destroyed, a new heaven and a new earth is for those who love God and enjoy having fellowship with God, just like David. That is the whole point. If you say God, he loves you as a person, but do you love God back? After you obeying him, do you study the scriptures? Do you meditate on the scriptures? Do you even in the night times you are praising God and worshiping him? Those who test for God are those who seek him with all their heart. They make him their first love. who love him more than they love their own lives and obey God in all matters they always seek God's counsel and do whatever they believe God is telling them no matter how inconvenient praise the Lord it is long past midnight my brothers and sisters and unbelievers hearing my voice the dawn is fast approaching. Whether you like it or not, it's coming. If you're an unbeliever, I used to say non-believer, but if you're an unbeliever, it is time to repent before it is too late. Because the world as we know it will never be the same again. God may require your life today. Yes, and nobody is cursing you. I'm just telling you, those people are going to die today, right? Some will be believers, some unbelievers. Be so it could be you one among them or everything can even come crashing down in a moment god has made all the provision for you and i all you have to do is to repent Shalom, believer. and accept jesus christ as your lord and savior if
1: you're a backslider
0: Repent and embrace the cross of Christ anew. You. you. used to believe but the word has taken you away like demons. And if you look one believer, which is why most of the people stay. repent before God spews you out of his mouth. Remember what he told the church in Laodicea? Oh, I will spew out of my mouth because you are neither cold, If you are an apostate Christian, how do I define an apostate Christian? A believer that places his trust or her trust in denominations, in their pastors and Jews, in their church organizations, and in buildings called churches, those are apostate Christians. Repent and come out before it is too late. Hear what God is telling you right now. Next scripture please. Revelation
1: chapter 3 verses 19 to 20. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me.
0: Praise the Lord. If you are a believer and you are on fire proclaiming the good news and living a spirit directed life, I want you to pray for even more anointing to continue in the lost vineyard. I want you to deep seek more of Jesus. More of Jesus. Yes, today seek more of him you have to you and i must the more anointing we have the more you seek him more about jesus would i know more of his grace to others show others god's grace more of his saving fullness so that the world will see more of his love who died for me who died for you begin to show the love of jesus demand more of him pray for more of his grace more more about jesus demand pray more and more about jesus in your life more of his savingfulness fullness so the world to see more of his love for who died for you seek more of it the more the more the more the more anointing the more anointing the more the grace will go forth and preach the gospel more about jesus let me learn Son, Spirit of God, my teacher be should also be your teacher. Show the things of Christ to me. Those things that are meant for me, He will show the things meant for you in Christ to you. More, more about Jesus. More, more about Jesus. More of His saving the world must see through you. More of His love who died for me. Remember, I'm talking to spirit-directed Christians, those who have believed and are ready to die for the message to get across. I'm not talking to unbelievers now. I'm speaking to those who have been the anointing of God in their lives. Pray for more of Jesus in your in His Word, holding communion with God, hearing His voice in every line, making each faithful saying your own. That's God's faithful saying becomes yours. More, more about Jesus. More of his seven fullness. More of his love who died for me. More about Jesus on his throne. He's in his throne already. Reaching glory on his own. More of his kingdom showing increase so he can show the vineyard. Feel that you must depopulate hell and bring them into the kingdom. More of his coming because he's coming. And very soon, the place of peace. More about Jesus. More of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Father God, I've given people, your people your word. Both unbelievers. Backsliders. Apostate Christians. Foreign pastors and Jews. Forgive all of us, for we have sinned and come short of your glory. We have not stood in the gap for all. We are praying, Lord Jesus Christ, that we may know more of you. Those of us, Lord, you are blessed. Open our eyes to know that only you are God. That there is no other God, there is no other name given under heaven, except the Son. Your Son, Jesus Christ. Only through that name can we inherit eternal life and that the sacrifice on the cross is all the sufficiency that you have provided. Those who have known this truth, Lord, I'm praying, Father. Empower them the more. anoint them the more for ministry, Lord, that they will go forth not fearing and reach the world because it's almost over. Blessings, glory and honor, my Father, are yours. For you are God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will see you next Sunday. By God's grace.